You know you're created for more. Now let's do something about it. Welcome to Project You, the space for you to embrace the I can, I will philosophy and finally start making progress toward your dreams, goals, and desires. Be kind, supportive, and remember every day that the blueprint for you is within. I'm Cami Craig Lyman, and today let's work on Project You. Hey, you guys, welcome to Project You. Today, we're going to really tap into a topic that every single one of us have probably gone through and or are going through now, comparisons. Comparisons happen all the time. They happen when we're flipping through Instagram. It might be Facebook, could be Twitter. It could be the beautiful girl on the TV show. Might be the magazines. It might be someone in your family or a friend. Um, Are you comparing yourself up against your spouse? So many different ways that we compare that literally can cripple a person's potential to be their very best. I speak from experience and obviously that's why we're tapping into Project You. Along with myself, I've learned to heal. I've learned to be conscious and not subconscious to my living. I'm living mindfully more so today than I ever have in my whole entire life. I'm thankful for the tools that I've been given along the way and so thankful for the tools that are presenting themselves today because I'm able to get past the life of comparisons, which was paralyzing. Of course, I'm gonna take you down memory lane to my first show in 2008. I never wanted to be on stage. I never thought of myself as a beautiful girl, a model girl, uh, a fitness model girl. And I didn't feel right up there knowing that I'd be in bikini and heels and and posing the certain way and flaunting my stuff. I was a tomboy, you guys. I grew up on the ranch. I was I was hanging out with the boys. I was riding my horses. I was playing baseball with my brother. I was running down the street up into the mountains until the nightfall. I was not the Barbie girl. I was not the I was not the dollhouse girl. I wasn't the girl that was looking at those youth magazines back in the day. I can't remember what they were, but I wasn't that girl. I wasn't the cheerleader. I wasn't on the dance team. I wasn't doing ballet. I was literally in motion and getting crazy and dirty. So in 2008, I decided to take this endeavor down a different road that I never, ever had been on. And when I did that, I didn't realize that I was going to deal with such crazy emotions on comparisons. So here I did my first show in Las Vegas and I barely did my hair. I kind of did my makeup. I didn't have the right suit. I had the, the right shoes and I did my very best that I could. I had a rockin' body. That's something that I did have. I worked super, super hard and my strengths came through and that was my physique. Now, what wasn't ready and what was very immature was my mindset and going into the show and something that I didn't know was going to slap me in the face hard. I got on stage. I placed 11th out of 50 some girls. I was kind of shocked that I did so well, but at that very moment, When I stepped foot into the challenge of the fitness world, 
I was absolutely 100% hooked to be my best. And that was normal for me. But as I was to be my best, also came to a long road of comparisons and beating myself up every single day to become perfect. And I'll talk a little bit more later about perfection and what that means to me now. But I went down a road that, again, was crippling and paralyzing to the point where I was running in circles and chasing my own tail. I was going from show to show to show to show. I was learning the ways, the ins and outs. I learned that I needed to get my hair done. I needed a professional to do my makeup. All these weaknesses that I had, I was taking them on face to face. And I was actually conquering a lot of small, minute things that were actually helping me become the best on stage. And what was frightening was my mindset. The mindset was I needed to compare and I needed to live up to these other girls' expectations. I needed to live up to the judges' expectations. And I lost sight of what really I love to do and I didn't love to be on stage. I loved training hard. I loved getting down and dirty in the gym. Everything that no one really saw on stage ever unless it was my coach and or my teammates, no one saw that. So they just saw what was on stage and what was on stage, which, which also was that mind, wasn't stable. So then I start, like I said, going from show to show and being the athlete that I am, I started to get better and better and, and get in tune with exactly what I needed to do. So I'd go, I'd, I'd place. So nine out of 10 times, I was placed number one through five. And being placed number one through five is the best place to be in the world of fitness bikini shows. And still being the athlete that I am, I'm always open on how can I be better. So how can I be better turned into me waiting till the very end of the show, which is anywhere from 10 o'clock to midnight on every single show that I did, waiting to talk to one of those judges. There was seven judges usually on the judging panel, and I'm talking to one of them. My question to each one of those judges after every single show was, sir or ma'am, what can I do next time to be the best athlete on that stage? And that judge would tell me what they wanted to tell me. So where this began was one person telling me that next time you get on stage, I'd like to see your glutes a little bit higher. Yes, sir. Thank you. So I'd go home. And I would work solely on my glutes, tightening up and, and increasing the symmetry and triangular training my, my, my butt. And as I did that, I became super obsessed about that one thing that that one person said. Okay. And I then went to the next show with that, with that feedback from that judge to get onto the next stage with a whole different judging panel and I would usually, like I said, place one through five. And again, I'd do it again. Go right up to that judge. I'd wait till the very end of the show. And I'd ask, what can I do to be the best athlete that I can be on stage here next time? That is a new judge that I'm talking to. And I remember the second piece of feedback was, you really need to work on your delts. Your rear delts, cap them out a little bit more. And I think that's going to be good for you. 
okay, got it. So then I'd go back and I'd get super obsessive about that one area. And then I'd forgot about what the first judge said. And you need to tighten and heighten up your glutes. So that was the pattern since 2008 all the way up until around 2017. And I was chasing my tail at every single corner just to keep up to the other girls, just to keep up with what the judges were telling me upon their feedback and not really processing what was going on. The process that I needed to take in after that 2008 show was, why are you doing this? I should have asked myself at that very moment, why are you doing this? And what is your intent? I, if I look back in 2008, why I did that was because it was a new trend coming out in the fitness world and I wanted to get my feet wet. I wanted to see what this was all about. Well, being the athlete I was, I'm very competitive and so I got sucked in immediately and I wanted to be my, I wanted to be the best. I didn't know how to pose. I, I didn't know how to do my hair. Like I said, I didn't know how to do my makeup. All these beauty things that were required to be the best out there, I wasn't good at. I wasn't good at all those girly things, but what I was really good at was being the athlete, was working really hard in the gym, dialing in my physique to what was to be expected of a woman on stage. I forgot along the way to ask myself, am I doing this for other people? Am I doing this to keep up? Am I doing this for status? Am I doing this because I'm just obsessed with never giving up. So I'm going to attempt to kill myself while doing it. (laughs) I know it sounds crazy, but that's what that world ended up being for me. I was, I was comparing myself to all these other girls and I wasn't comparing myself to the most important girl, which was me. I was never going to see these women again. I was never going to see these judges again. And if I did, It was going to be three to five shows later. And looking back now, I wasn't that intrigued with a sport where it gave me the, where it gave me that euphoric high that I get when I, when I play volleyball or I play a basketball game or I'm doing my Spartan run or I'm now on my mountain bike at the Epic Games. I'm not completely sold by this thing. And I let that thing take over my life. And I allowed myself to be in comparison all the time. I realized that I had an overactive ego. I was allowing my comparison to hinder me and to paralyze me. It was holding me back from what I was truly supposed to do and was giving all my energy to things that truly didn't matter. Of course, I, I enjoyed my time being on stage it was challenging anything that's a challenge is worth it for me and I learned so much without this journey of being on stage and collectively gathering all these little tools I wouldn't be the woman I am today I wouldn't even have the story of comparison to really show that I needed to heal from something and I needed to and I needed to heal from my overactive ego I realized after I got in deep, deep research of what an ego even was, okay, instead of just saying, you need to get rid of your ego, is your ego setting in? Are you being ego driven? Like all these different questions that I heard all my life really didn't make sense until again, I sat down and I had constructive criticism 
from my mentors to help me understand that my overactive ego was allowing me to have constant comparison to others. I realized that it wasn't just in the fitness world that I was comparing. I was comparing in my relationship. I was comparing into my workforce. I was comparing into my family. I was comparing into every facet of life, even strangers that would come along the way. And coming from a constant comparison, you then realize that you're defensive. You're really eager to defend yourself when you're comparing because you don't know how to justify exactly how you're feeling because you don't even know why you're doing this, right? You're emotionally reactive around people who view you as wrong. And a lot of people told me what they thought about this journey of fitness and how it was playing a role in my life. And I was naturally defensive in those situations. And then when I realized I had the inability to see things from the perspective of another, I knew that that something was wrong. And I had to step up to the plate to heal from this journey of comparison. I didn't want to walk down this road anymore. It was super hard to face self in the situation because no one wants to look at themselves and be like, yep, you're wrong. You're comparing all the time. You're not even happy with yourself. You're doing things for the wrong reasons. Like, step up. But until you're willing to have that truthful conversation, those things don't happen. Now, through time, you guys always know I'm always referring from our founding fathers. But I found a really awesome quote from Teddy Roosevelt. I'm sure you've heard it before. But comparison is the thief of joy. I really could have probably had a better time on stage had I not been comparing myself to these other people and comparing the comments and comparing what the judges were saying. If I would have just let that go and understood that the person that I should be comparing to is myself, I would have had a way better time along that journey. Seeking out what other people have can be destructive to self. Seeking out that person's lifestyle, seeking out that person's look, maybe their body, maybe their humor, maybe the way they talk is one is going to be one of the most hindering things that we can possibly do in our lives. One thing that I know without a shadow of a doubt is that everyone has their own story. Everyone is also in their different chapters. Within those chap- different chapters, we then are better to understand other people that are walking through the light of comparison or the light of insecurity or the light of entitlement. Because I started to deeply, deeply research and truly understand that this light of comparison was only holding me back and not pushing me forward, I was determined to become my better self and alleviate myself from this comparison. Are you putting in the effort at the gym but just not seeing the results you want? It's time to check your eating habits. Abs are made in the kitchen. The Essential Fitness Cookbook is your guide to clean and delicious eating. Each recipe in this cookbook is easy to follow. Gluten-free, grain-free, dairy-free, soy-free, easy, and most importantly, amazing food. If you want to optimize your health and fitness through delicious food, this book is for you. Head over to www.ninacucina.com. That's N-I-N-A-C-U-C-I-N-A.com. And find the Essential Fitness Cookbook under the Shop tab. Be aware at this time of your life that living in the shackles of comparison will probably lead to perfection.
which then leads to procrastination to become what your heart desires the most. The walk of perfection served me in a very negative way in all realms of life. As you too may notice that you feel stuck because the energy is being spent on others whom have zero validity in your life and also most likely do not water your life. It's a trap. You were designed for greatness. You really are. However, when we buckle to the things and people around you, we lose sight of our intentions and purpose. You choose today how you want to use your social media platform and also how you scroll. You can see it in a way to connect and empower through positivity, or you can drive yourself bonkers by comparing, being a victim, being fragile, and staying stagnant in life. And this can all be done through social media. I've seen it happen time and time again. It's time to take action if you're in a rut of comparisons, especially online. Speak truth to yourself when answering these questions I'm about to ask you. When you're scrolling through Twitter, Facebook, and or Instagram, how do you feel after you scroll through all of those platforms? Ask yourself that. How do you feel? Do you feel enriched? Do you feel happy? Or do you feel sadness and somberness because of what you're looking at? These little moments in life can be monumental and life-changing only if you are aware of them. Number two, do you notice that you're being pulled away from your connections while scrolling? Are you losing sight of your kids? Is your family and partner suffering with quality time with you because you're giving the quality time to the, to the connection of social media? And through that connection of social media, sometimes we're living in a strong, strong zone of comparison, which is not healthy for our mind, our soul, and our heart. Number three, are you following people with intent? This is a really, really big question to ask self. Okay, are you following people with intent is something that we should be doing every single day. If you're scrolling, those people on your screen should in some way, shape or form be serving you in a positive light to help you become your best version. And number four, do you regularly unfollow or follow these accounts who elevate you to become your best self? It's a very strong piece of action that we can take in this time and age to make sure that we're not living in the zone of comparison, that these accounts are not draining us and drowning us, but actually making us happier. To give you an idea about how humbling and liberating this can be, I've actually lived a happier life after I answered these questions and actually took action with each one of them. Realizing that a part of not living in the world of comparison is to disconnect from the negative, the draining, and also suffocating people and things that don't serve you to become better. Really, truthfully, honestly, they shouldn't be allowed in your life. And by taking this stance and by making these choices just with social media, you can start to create your own new boundaries and structure. The second I understood that a true power within is to find humor in my insecure ego and have the ability to release labels from both myself and others, I became that little adventurous, free living, go-getting girl again. I was free. I seriously was free from comparisons and joyous to show up in life daily to help make a difference. After a strong eight to nine years of the ins and outs, I was stoked to embrace and engage in life without procrastinating because of my strong attempt to be perfect. Comparisons are slim to none in my chapter of life these days as I've chosen to not walk down that road again. 
my heart has way too much to give to be talking to self about others and seeking a dead end life. Noticing your pattern of thoughts are also a great place to start when releasing self from comparing. Ask yourself if your thoughts are productive. In order to have a creative genius, to solve problems, be a planner, and bring insight, we must engage in productive thinking about self and others. It's time to stray far, far away from the predictive thinking. It's those type of thoughts where you're attempting to control the future and be a psychic. Release yourself from racing thoughts and also the repetitive thoughts. The short time I lived in comparison, I'm thankful for because it called for true attention to heal and enjoy building relationships with self, which helped the growth of relationships with my family, my friends, team, community, and others. I had always heard the quote, a flower does not think of competing to the flower next to it. It just blooms. They're beautiful together, which is my current chapter of life. That's another reason why the last show was my absolute favorite. Placing sixth place felt like I won the whole darn show because of my freedom, my mentality, my maturity, and self-esteem. I was doing it to be my best self, uniquely to lift up others along the way, enjoy all the beauty, which is the blooming flowers around me. Genuinely being happy for those who want it all and not worrying about what others thought or asking the judges their opinion. I made my mistakes and I wasn't gonna do that again. The feeling to beat or level up on one chick, which was me, was incredible. I felt like I had a personal record going on and it was all mental this time. Hence to why Project C season 10 is built around, yes, science and amazing workouts, yet mostly reframing the mindset to no longer be held back by self. There is beauty all around you, nature, people, things, and it's all up to us on how we perceive them. I can almost guarantee if you speak well about self, you will speak well about others and also situations. Soon this will become a new thing for you, which will leave you zero room for the gross life of comparisons. Check in with yourself today. Start living mindfully and with intent. Be the person who you want to be friends with and attract those people into your life to be grounded in a great support system. Your story matters. Believe this, own it, and be action-based every single day. My girlfriend just sent me a text recently and it said this, I want to be the kind of woman who will show up and fix another woman's crown without telling the world it was crooked. And then right under that, she says, Cammie Craig Lyman, I'll always fix your crown quietly. These are the type of women that I want and I attract and I desire in my life. The ones that are not looking at each other and comparing. They are living their best life by excelling and pushing forward and being highly motivated. The environment that you put yourself in is everything. The people that you surround yourself with is everything. And if you're in a state of insecurity and that ego is super strong right now, just know that there's light at the end of the tunnel. I want to honor this as much as I do without the wacko walk that I've engaged in with comparisons to others. Now here I am, and I have a handful of quality friends that share this style of living. They share truth, they do not have space for their old patterns or habits, and they rejoice in the also new ways learned from being actually true to self. As we wind down from this huge topic of comparisons, remember that you're valued.
you're loved and also truly appreciated. Action of the week is to continue to have these little mantras in your heart and mind. Please count your blessings. Focus on all the great things that you do have in your life instead of the things that you don't. Embrace and do more with your strengths. Level up to self and check in. Lastly, learn to forgive and love more than you ever thought was possible. Never stop learning because the world will never stop teaching. Every moment in life is an opportunity to practice being who you want to become. Follow your heart and remember that love truly does win. Thanks for tuning in with me, you guys. Till next time. Mwah.